All right. If you take your Bibles tonight and turn to Luke chapter 24, I just want to share this with you being one week after we celebrated Resurrection Sunday. Every, every Sunday is a Resurrection Day. As we celebrate the Lord's Day, the fact that He is risen. And I want to give you this challenge tonight. Luke chapter 24 says in verse 1, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege we have to be in thy house tonight. We thank you for this day, the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I hope everyone here is glad for this day. And Lord, we give you all the praise, we give you all the honor, we give you all the glory for what you have done, what you have done in the lives of each and every person here who has come to know you as their personal Lord and Savior. Lord, we're thankful that we can look to thee, the author and the finisher of our faith, and we can trust thee, and we can allow you to work in and through us to accomplish great and mighty things. Lord, in and of ourselves, we can't do it, but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And Lord, will you challenge our hearts tonight as we just look into this biblical truth that Jesus Christ is alive. And Lord, we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I don't have a whole lot of time tonight, so... A little different for me. I'm going off the cuff, okay? I'll just tell you that. It's not unprepared, but it's a little different. I'm going to read something for you. When Queen Victoria reigned in England, she occasionally would visit some of the humble cottages of her subjects. One time she entered the home of a widow and stayed to enjoy a brief period of Christian fellowship. Later on, the poor woman was taunted by her worldly neighbors. Granny, they said, who is the most honored guest you've ever entertained in your home? They expected her to say it was Jesus, for despite of their constant ridicule of her Christian witness, they recognized her deep spirituality. But to their surprise, she answered, The most honored guest I've ever entertained is Her Majesty the Queen. Did you say the Queen? Ah, we caught you this time. How about this Jesus you're always talking about? 
Isn't he your most honored guest? Her answer was definite and scriptural. No, indeed. He's not a guest. He lives here. He lives here. Her hecklers were put to silence. Folks, the fact of the matter is, as a born-again child of God, as a saved from above one, Jesus Christ lives right here. He lives in me. And he lives in you. The songwriter put it best here on this Sunday following Easter. He said, I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy. I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and he talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives. He lives. Salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives? He lives within my heart. Folks, do you understand who lives within you? Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the Lord of Hosts, the Creator of all things, the Savior. Of the world. He lives within me and he lives within you. The difference in Christianity and every other religion in the world is the fact that we serve a risen Savior. He is not in the grave, the tomb is empty throughout the narratives of the, the resurrection of the gospel. The tomb is empty. He is not here. Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is alive. And folks, because he defeated death, he defeated the grave, he defeated Satan, he defeated this world, he defeated sin, guess what? Because he lives, you can live. And I can live. And I can live a life that is honoring and pleasing to my God and my Savior, because He lives. I can have victory over sin. The Bible says in 1 John 4, 4, Greater is He that's in me than he that's in the world. Where is He at? He's in me. Greater is He. My wife is a math teacher. Uh, She's taught all kinds of levels of math, college, high school, and 24 years of homeschool now. And I, I love to hear her teach our children because I really don't get it. You know, I, I, I got to Algebra 2, but I had to drop that, I think. But she's in all the ometries and all that stuff. And my kids are getting there, too. But one thing I do know is when I help with the little ones about greater than. You know, six is greater than three. You know, these certain fractions are greater than these certain fractions. 
But the fact of the matter is, if you've got Jesus, you can put the greater than always on his other side. Because he's greater than death. He's greater than hell. He's greater than the grave. He's greater than sin. He's greater than the world. He's greater than any problem you've ever had in your life. Any problem. In a group this size, you know what? There's probably about 150 problems in here that's going on right now. And who's the one that's greater than all those? Greater is He that's in me than anything in this world. He's greater than. Paul said it best about living the Christian life when he said in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. I'm crucified with Christ. What does crucifixion mean? What is cru- it means Christ died. That means Paul said, I'm dead. And he wants us to be dead. He said, I die daily. He beseeches to, to, in Romans 12, 1 there, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice. What's that? You're alive, but you're dead. Okay? Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. I live, but I'm dead. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. The one who defeated all those foes, the one who is risen, the one who is alive, he lives in me. And the life which I now live in this flesh, if you knew me, you wouldn't want to know me. In this dirty, rotten flesh, the life which I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. The faith of the Son of God The Son of God is the faithful one. He's the second person in the Godhead. He's our Savior. He's our Redeemer. He's our everything. I live by that faith to grow, to to raise a family, to travel to states, to trust God for a vehicle that He miraculously gave us a couple of months ago, to raise a family, to pastor a church, to counsel drug addicts, and if we found out this week, murderers in our own village that we know personally. I live that life because Christ lives in me. And I live through His faith, the faithful one, the faithful God. And when I'm saying I, I'm talking to everyone out here who is saved and knows Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, who loved me and gave Himself for me. You see, it was for me He cried. It was for me he died. It was for me he shed his blood upon a tree. It was for me he came. It was for me his shame. Oh, praise God, bless his holy name. It was for me. Of course, you know that's a song that I happen to love. But it was for me. Christ loved me. And God loved me. Commend his love toward us while we were yet sinners. That dirty, rotten sinner. That Christ died for us. Folks, we live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. Resurrection Sunday is wonderful. It's something we should remind ourselves of 
almost every single day. It shouldn't be an event once a year when we, when we remember the greatest event that ever took place on the face of this earth, that Jesus, Jesus Christ arose from the dead. How do I know he lives? He lives within my heart. And I hope and I pray that he lives in yours. But if he doesn't, guess what? He can enter in tonight. He can. Because Jesus Christ came to save sinners, and everyone in here is a sinner. Jesus came to save to the uttermost. He came, someone said it, might have been in this church, it was down south, and to the guttermost. He came to save completely, fully. And he wants to save you if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior. You can have that life I've been talking about, the life of faith, trusting Jesus Christ for everything. For all, I'm trusting him. Fantastic adventures in trusting him. That's what faith is. You can't see it, but you believe it. I never saw Jesus Christ in my life. Never, never, met, him, never met him personally, physically. But I know he lives. And I know he's in my heart. Because he keeps his word and he'll save you. If you're not saved tonight, you need to be. You better be. Because Jesus said, you must be born again. You can know him as your Lord and Savior. You can live the victorious, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world life. If you put your trust and your dependence in him tonight and his finished work. On the cross. That was abbreviated. Very abbreviated. But I pray to God that somehow it would challenge somebody here to know that Jesus Christ is alive. And if he's in your heart, if he's in your life, folks, we can have victory over all these things that beset us. And that keeps us from doing what God wants us to do. Pastor, I'm going to hand it over to you.